there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome To another episode of Life as a gringo I am Dramos, of course And man, uh, today's episode I decided I would pull out Something that I've been working on Now, I've been coming up With this concept uh, About the 10 gringo commandments Which is basically my guide to how to live an authentic life, right? How to live life authentically as yourself, to be truly unapologetic, and to inevitably, as a result of living authentically, to live a life that is incredibly fulfilled and, and happy. And, and I wanted to kind of share one of those, those commandments that I have that I've been working on um, as of late. And, and that commandment is check credentials. And I think any one of us can relate to this one, especially if you are Latino, you know your family is all up in your business and has no problem giving you unsolicited advice. And that's what today's episode is going to be all about. It's going to be all about those of us who get advice from people, how to get the right advice, what you should be looking for when somebody is is you know telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing with your time, with your life, with your money, because it all we all go through it, right? And what, what tends to happen, I know from my own experience, and I'll get into that in the, the Mijente segment, was those closest to me came really close to kind of talking me out of pursuing my dreams, right? They, they came incredibly close to convincing me that I should choose a different path in this life. 
and and we'll get into kind of you know how I've begun to to view some of those tidbits of advice that I get from from my family you know how I overcame kind of the self-doubt that comes in when you have the people closest to you telling you that you can't do something that you shouldn't do something that you're not meant to do something right and also I think what we're not seeing when we're getting advice from people, right? I think people are are actually pushing a lot of their own fears onto you. And I, I want to dive into that a bit uh, when I'll talk about kind of, you know, my parents' advice for me when I began pursuing a career in the entertainment industry. So we'll get into that in our Mijente segment, in our Ask a Gringo segment. Of course, I want you all to participate in this. Uh, we'll be talking about some of the worst advice that you've ever gotten. But first and foremost, man, let's kind of just do a bit of a deep dive into this concept of man getting unsolicited advice getting advice in general from people and and kind of what you should be on the lookout for when you're deciding whether or not to take someone's advice and we'll do that deep dive in a segment we call for the people in the back say a lot for the people in the back All right, so I found this this really incredible article. It's by Anthony Moore. Uh, it's on Median. I'll, I'll put a link to it in our in our show notes in the description. And and the article is titled "Why You Shouldn't Take Advice from Almost Anyone." And I know that sounds a bit extreme. It sounds a bit counterintuitive to you know what we've been taught about mentors and and just the I guess human nature of wanting to ask people for their opinion, what they think we should do in those times that we're second guessing ourselves. Uh, but he brings up a lot of really profound points that I kind of just want to want to break down a little bit or just kind of have him give his his perspective. And I'll sort of, you know, hop in and out of there. But uh, one of the things that stuck out to me from this blog post that he put, he first and foremost references a quote from Darren Hardy's The Compound Effect, right? And the quote is, never ask advice of someone with whom you wouldn't want to trade places and this one man this one to me hits so fucking hard because you know you have so many people in your ear your parents your siblings your friends your girlfriend your boyfriend whatever it might be in your ear telling you what you should or shouldn't do with your life uh and even if you ask them right you're you're asking people for advice but i think to me this is a great starting point you know when you're requesting advice or you're getting advice and deciding whether or not it's something you should take seriously you know, think to yourself, is this somebody that I would want to trade places with? Do they have a life that I would want, a life that I envy, right? That's what I mean when I say check credentials, right? Because people love giving advice. And that's actually what Anthony Moore says in this. So he goes on to, to say in his blog, quote, it's one of the oldest truths about humanity. We love trying to solve other people's problems, even if we have no idea what to do or our own lives are in flames. And he goes on to say, there are a few reasons for this. First, when people take your advice, you feel good. And, and that's 100% true, right? Whenever I've given advice to somebody, I've suggested, hey, go eat at this restaurant, something as stupid as that. And they go there, they enjoy it. I feel really great that they trusted my, my word, right? And that's just human nature. He says, you know, it's invigorating, flattering, and it strokes your ego. It doesn't even matter if the advice helps them. Quote, they came to me for help, they recognize my wisdom and experience, right? He's saying that's what you're feeling in this moment. You congratulate yourself smugly. Giving advice makes you feel like a master and a winner, even if you are not, right? 
And I think this taps into like the, the human nature of all of us who are looking for some sort of semblance of control. All of us are looking for somebody to view us as valuable, right? And I'm not above this, right? I think one of my patterns from childhood is constantly trying to prove myself worth to people, right? And I've definitely noticed that at times if somebody doesn't take my advice or my recommendation, a part of me feels a little salty about it, right? A part of me feels um, like I guess my, my ego gets hit a little bit and I have to check myself and realize this is an old pattern. This is me trying to find uh, value in, in somebody else's opinion of, of my word, essentially, right? Like them taking my advice then sends uh, like a signal to my brain. Oh, you are, are worthy, right? What you have to say is worthy. And I think at the end of the day, we're also all looking for power, right? And in this blog article, Anthony says the same thing, quote, people like having control and power over others, right? That's why we love being in management positions. We love being in charge. We love being the boss, right? And then he goes on to talk about something else, which I found to be really profound. And, and really, it's a bit harsh, but it's also incredibly true, right? So he goes on to say, quote, Secondly, being an armchair quarterback is better than being a nobody for most people. Most people will never be successful. They'll forever yell and criticize the actual players as they watch as a spectator. I want to pause on that for a second because it is the incredible truth, right? Like I'm, I'm thinking back in my mind right now, so many, you know, guys that I would meet when I was DJing really heavily, you know, and it was like my number one thing. And I was on the radio and I was traveling and I was doing all these different things. And I was in the club three, four nights a week, whatever it was. And, you know, I was constantly getting booked to go DJ places. I can remember guys who, you know, didn't really have much cachet in the industry, guys who were, you know, bedroom DJs. And and this isn't, you know, taking any stabs at that. I started there at, at one point myself, but they would basically watch me DJ and then figure out a way that they felt like they had a leg up on me and then give me some sort of like unsolicited advice to make it seem like I needed them. Right. And it would be something stupid, like a keyboard shortcut on the MacBook or something like that. And they would be like, oh, you don't know how to do this shortcut. It's like, well, no, I don't know how to do this shortcut. But meanwhile, I'm DJing in all the clubs you want to DJ at and I'm doing it four nights a week or whatever it was, three nights a week at that time, you know. And I'm not saying that to be to be cocky. And obviously, a bit of my ego is of not wanting to take somebody's advice or seem like I don't know something is probably coming into play a little bit. But I, I say that because people want to find a way to feel like they have a leg up on you, right? They want to find a way to be able to criticize you, even if they know they're not at your level, because it still just makes them feel like they have something on you, right? So if they're envious of your position in your career, in your life, whatever it might be, oftentimes they'll try and throw a little something in there that they might know that you don't know just to make themselves feel better, right? Because that to them make, puts them kind of almost on your level, right? I know so many people who you know are in the industry and we're kind of coming up with certain people and then all of a sudden one person hits it big and they'll, they'll be at home watching them on TV or hearing them on the radio and being like, man, I remember when I had to you know, teach this person how to do that or I remember when you know, I had to help them get into parties. Like they, they say all these things to try and make themselves feel better for the fact that they're never going to reach that point or they haven't at least yet reached that point, you know, and they'll do whatever they can to sort of try and bring that person down to their level. And oftentimes they will use sort of these unsolicited uh, pieces of advice as a means to to do that, you know, and I love the sports analogy for I don't want to get I don't want to lose that because I, I love that that same thing. It's like we're all sitting 
on our couches at home on like Sunday watching football. And we're critiquing these guys who are literally the best in the world to do what they do. Like none of us would ever be able to do, you know, uh, an ounce of, of what these guys do. I don't have any of the physical talent they do, but I'm sitting here critiquing what these guys who are professionals do. And I apologize if I sound uh, nasally by the little side note. My allergies are fucking killing me today. But back to that sports analogy. Uh, I love what he says. Admitting that they don't know the answer is infinitely more painful. So to avoid this pain, they just give advice and opinions on things they know nothing about. And and that is the same thing with sports stuff, right? It's like we're all feeling you know, like we're not in control watching the game. We want our team to win. We are maybe in some sort of way jealous of what these guys are able to do and what they are doing, right? So for us, in, in, instead of facing the fact that we'll never be them, we'll never be as athletic or um, in the example that I was giving that instead of facing the fact that you're not at the level that I was at or vice versa, you know, we we do things to make ourselves feel better and to avoid that that pain. Right. Anthony goes on to say, a quote, to most people saying the words, I don't know, is like admitting you're a complete failure. They'd rather save face and insist they know something instead of admitting they're out of their league. Never take advice from people who don't know how to get where you want to go. And of course, that line right there is the sticker. Never take advice from people who don't know how to get where you want to go. But I I also just, again, to kind of harp on that fact of a lot of people's ego and pride get in the way of, of being able to, like he said, say, I don't know. But to combat that, and man, I've talked about ego a ton on this show. I've talked about pride on this show. Because it, it really fucking, man, ha- has such a hold on the, on so many of the things that we do in this life. And again, this is why you have to check their credentials, right? Because people will, will tell you something just for the sake of being able to have their voice heard in that moment. And they may know nothing of what the fuck they're talking about, of the subject matter that you're needing advice on. And chances are they probably don't. Like, odds are the people giving you advice, majority of them don't know what the fuck they're talking about and you shouldn't listen to them, right? And that's why that last line is so, so important. Like, don't take advice from people who don't know how to get where you want to go. Again, you're checking credentials. What does this person know that I don't know, right? Like, what have they done? Where are they in their life? Is it somewhere that I want to go? And if not, you need to just kind of like let that, that opinion fall on, on deaf ears. And, and it becomes incredibly tough when it's our family, when it's the people closest to us, you know. Um, who who might even have our best interest in mind. But the reality is they're out of their league. They just don't know, you know, what what we're going through, the the actual options, what it all means, right? They're not in our shoes. They're not in our line of work. So therefore, we have to, you know, stop them at the door and, and say, you don't have the credentials to access this area that I'm in right now. And that's that. Doesn't mean you're lesser of a person. It just means I can't trust your advice here because you don't know what it takes to do what I'm doing. And the last line he ends the blog with that I pulled, he says, in short, never take advice from someone who you wouldn't want to trade places with. And that's been the kind of the common theme in different wording throughout this this entire blog. But I think that that's probably a great way to start again when people are giving you advice, when you're wondering who you should listen to, um, you know, take a look again. Credentials, man, like would I want to trade places with that person? You know, do they have something that I want? And that's a real telltale sign you know of whether or not their advice is credible in in all that you're you're pursuing now of course again this becomes tougher when it's your family the people who truly love you and ha- maybe have your best interest in mind hopefully um, and I want to get into that a bit with with my story 
for our Mi Gente segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. All right, so one of the the biggest kind of hurdles I had to overcome on, on my path towards making media a career, making a job in the entertainment industry a career was, I wouldn't say convincing my parents, but, but getting over, you know, um, the idea that they're not going to truly support what I'm doing or truly understand or, or truly believe that I can become a success. And that was that was difficult. You know, uh, I would tell you to go back to the first episode of the podcast where I had my parents on the show. But, you know, I know for for me, I would talk about what I wanted to do. I would describe it and they would try and convince me of why it was a bad idea. Right. And and this was all based upon their limited experience or basically zero experience they had in the entertainment industry. Right. Like, what they were were telling me, their opinions, their advice was all based upon stereotypes that they had heard, you know, about uh, drugs in the entertainment industry and people getting hurt and all these different things. Um, and, and basically what they saw on TV. Right. And that was their experience with people working in the entertainment industry. You know, my mom was a teacher in the Bronx. My dad worked for a telephone company. So neither one of them had any semblance of experience in this field, you know. And and I had to kind of 
come to terms with the fact that I wouldn't be able to go to them for advice. Like I had to develop this mindset really early of checking credentials, you know, and I didn't call it that at that time. I didn't have a word for it, but I just knew that if I was going to have the mental tenacity that it took to find success and to stick it out throughout the hard times, I would have to find a a way to deal with my parents telling me almost every step of the way, oh, this probably is not a good idea. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. My mom would say that when I'd be telling her something like, and it would just be like this doubtful, like, yeah, are you sure? Really? That doesn't make sense. Or the thing that would crush me all the time would be like my my dad or my mom, like, oh, how much are they paying you for that? And it would crush me because it was like they didn't understand the fact that in the entertainment industry, it's a lot of free work when you're when you're just coming up. You're just trying to make connections and you're not always going to get paid for it, or you're not going to always get paid what you feel like you're worth for your time. But in the long run, it's often worth it. And not to say people should be taking advantage of you like that, but it's also just the nature of the industry being as competitive as it actually is. Um, but, you know, as much as those things did did hurt me, again, I would always remind myself they have zero experience doing what I'm doing. How could they ever give me any sort of credible advice on what it takes to be successful in this industry or what it's like to have a job in this industry, right? So that was the one thing I would have to kind of drill into my mind as, you know, my parents were were constantly, you know, uh, sticking their opinion in there, even when it wasn't asked, you know, uh, if they were constantly reacting to the things that were happening to me, even when I didn't want them to. Right. And it's not a negative thing. I think for a while I, I developed a lot of resentment towards them. And it's only now that I can look at it in a different way and say, listen, you know, my parents just wanted the utmost for me. You know, they wanted the best for me. Right. And they were nervous for me because they felt like I was entering a field that didn't have much, you know, uh, what consistency of work, um, didn't have, you know, uh, backup plans, you know, like 401ks and all these different things, you know, uh, you didn't have a lot of safety. There were very few jobs. And and also, you know, from what they saw on, on TV, had an element of danger, had an element of drugs, had all this, that and the third that we've all seen, you know from celebrities going through all the troubles and and things like that that they have. And they were nervous for me because they loved me, right? But they unknowingly, you know, in loving me, were then pushing their own fears onto me and then trying to convince me of why my ideas were wrong, right? And for anybody in a creative field, shit, anybody that's doing something unorthodox, to feel so alone in your battle, it's, it's easy to kind of go crazy sometimes. And especially during those really tough times, the lows, the, the dark times that inevitably happen when chasing your dreams, you know, and to feel like nobody gets it, you know, it's really easy to quit and to say, maybe they were right. You know, uh, maybe uh, this isn't the path for me. Maybe I'm not cut out for it. Maybe this is a stupid dream. But again, that's when you have to have like that extra voice in your head that once again tells you, check the credentials. Does this person have any sort of credential that makes them someone I need to listen to on this topic, right? And that would sort of ease that pain of feeling alone or or the sort of anger I would have towards them for doubting me and doubting my ability. And, and once again, you know, when, when I got older and began realizing like people are just, just going to push their fears onto you, doesn't necessarily mean it's something personal, but they're pushing their own fears and doubts onto you, right? They're pushing their own limitations, right? They, they're they pushing to you uh, their own ceiling, right? So 
they're not they're not looking at what your ceiling is. They're looking at what they believe to be the ceiling for themselves, right? And they can't imagine that anybody could possibly go higher than that, right? So you have to understand where a lot of these things are are coming from, right? People are pushing, you know, their opinions based upon that they've never seen it done before personally. They've never experienced it personally, right? But if somebody has never left their small hometown, how could they possibly, you know, know what is out there, right? How could they possibly give me advice on how to navigate the outside world, right? Again, check those credentials. Does somebody have real credibility in the topic that they are giving you advice on? And that's kind of, you know, again, the thing that you have to sit there with yourself. And even in those tough times, I, I hope that you're not alone like I was in in people that, you know, had your back and were believing in your dreams. But if you are, have that voice inside of your head that reminds you to kind of go through that checklist. You know, does this person have credentials? I know I'm saying it in like such a repetitive manner, but I want to beat it into your brain because I think it's so easy, especially when you talk about our loved ones, especially when you talk about our culture where people don't seem to have a filter. It's very easy to get talked out of doing the things that you want to do in this life, especially when the people closest to you can't seem to see the same vision as you, right? And you believe that maybe there's something wrong with you. So this to me is is kind of your your keys to fighting against that, right? Check credentials. And with that said, I want to hear from y'all, of course, as we always do for our Ask a Gringo segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Man, so for this week's Ask a Gringo segment, I want to give y'all the opportunity to vent a little bit because I know we all probably have some really frustrating advice that we've gotten at some point in our lives, and I want to hear about it. It's it's uh, it's normally, like I said, frustrating and infuriating, but let's talk about it in a fun way. And uh, if you're not familiar, at DJ Dramas on Instagram for each and every show, I ask a question to the listeners. As always, man, this show is just as much about you as it is me. So. Uh, we're going to read a couple of the responses that I got here. I asked a simple question. What is the worst advice you have ever been given? So let's see what you guys said. Okay, so this is going to be a controversial one here. I want to I wanna start with this. At B. Marie says, do whatever makes you happy. And she goes on to say, because not everything that makes you happy in that moment is right or good. And this is a this is a tough one because I think it, it with not knowing exactly the the situation it's it's tough to really like get exactly what you're trying to say but I think overall yeah I think you don't blindly just do what makes you happy right like uh what would make me happy right now is to go get a dozen donuts from Dunkin Donuts and just go to town on them but like the reality is I know that it's terrible for my body so even though that would bring me some sort of joy right now I'm holding back because I know it's just not good for me to go eat a dozen donuts by myself, right? So I think as with most things in life, it's not meant to be taken at complete face value, right? I think you have to intelligently assess, you know, the thing that is making you happy in that moment and understand if it's going to do damage or if it's a, a good opportunity for you to explore, uh, to be present in the moment or to just kind of... Uh, healthily indulge to provide yourself some sort of relief from from the things that are that are going on you know and i think if we're talking about in terms of pursuing your your dreams and your goals and and things like that i think you have to do it once again in an intelligent manner i'm not saying uh you hate your job so quit your job tomorrow and go start up uh you know that food truck that you've always been dreaming about without doing any research or or preparation or anything like that no the intelligent way to do it would be Okay, I hate my job. I dream of of being able to uh, own a food truck that would bring me the most joy, that would make me happy. Let me now save up, you know, six months of of salary. Let me save up all the expenses that I need. Let me write my business plan. Let me plan out exactly what I'm going to do so I can hit the ground running and be comfortable the day that I choose to pursue what exactly is making me happy. Right. So yeah, I think any advice or any any words of like affirmations, any positive things, without a little bit more context, could be. Uh, you know, bad, bad advice, I guess, in that moment. Uh, to me, if you can say, uh, do what makes you happy, do what makes you happy, but make sure you're looking at it from an intelligent lens and not just like blindly indulging in all of your vices and, and destroying your life as a result. Let's see, at Chels underscore Zane says, stay in a relationship because years versus my happiness. Yeah, this is absolutely terrible, terrible advice. And you see this so much 
especially if people are married. I've, I've have you know some friends who have stuck around in relationships longer because of that, because people tell them about the whole process of getting divorced. And even when you've been dating somebody for a decent amount of time, it's it's a process of breaking up, right? It's they probably have their, you know their stuff at your house. You know your family then has to learn about it if they you know met the family and are close to the family. It becomes this whole process, right? But at the end of the day, as difficult as it is. Why would you want to waste more time being unhappy? That's what doesn't make sense. Like, regardless of how long you've been in that relationship, if it ceases to make you happy and it doesn't seem like there's a way to get back to that happiness and you want to move on from that person, who cares how long you've been dating? You need to go, you know, find your happiness. And, and odds are that person is probably not completely happy either. And you're both going to be better off for having just made a decision and, and cut the cord, essentially, you know? So, yeah, terrible terrible advice there all right and last one i want to read here is uh at abd photography she says uh always listen to your parents because they know best and she adds nope um and yeah i think we 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 talked about that obviously in the the segment when it comes to my story but i think you know if you have good parents they they want what's best for you right but that doesn't mean they truly know what is best for you and i i always talk about this that at the end of the day when we make a decision, we're the ones who, uh, you know, are, are going to have to live with it for the rest of our lives, right? I'm going to have to wake up with the decision that I made for the rest of my life. Nobody else is, right? Maybe there are some repercussions uh, for other people that are close to me, but I'm going to be the one bearing the brunt of of the burden of whatever decision it is that I do or don't make, right? So I need to keep that in mind when hearing. Uh, advice from people and especially parents man especially certain communities our community in particular always in your business um they they love giving you advice and listen they they are wise they have years of experience in this world but it doesn't mean they have all of the necessary experience to give you advice on every single situation right there are certain thresholds uh that you are going to cross that your parents never did right i know for me I give my parents advice sometimes, right? Because I've learned things that they weren't privy to when they were, you know, my age, right? I mean, even things like real estate and finances and things like that, like I've studied up on that. I've been mentored by people, you know, I've I've uh, linked up with people who are very much, you know, prominent in, in this world and doing um, these things for a living. And I've been able to learn from them directly, right? Learn from them information that is not just, you know, readily available for, for anybody who doesn't seek it out. So as a result, I have a level of expertise in certain things that my parents don't have. And I have information to give them, right? So I, I think you have to look at it all through through that lens. And again, that's that's check their credentials. Like, do I know more than this person, regardless of who they are, my parent, my sibling, my significant other? Like, do I truly know more than them in this situation? You know, and are, are they capable of giving me real advice here, you know, um, in, in this situation? Or do I need to look you know, in other places. And again, I think the lesson for me is, is when it comes to parents, don't be angry at your parents for this, you know, generally speaking, again, they are trying the best they want what is best for you, but they're pushing their own limited knowledge onto you, they're pushing their own limited experiences onto you. And they're not doing it on purpose, not doing it to harm you. It's all that they know. It's all, you know, it's it's the only tools that they have in their toolkit, you know, uh, and, and oftentimes, again, people are going to push their own fears, uh, onto you the, the 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 thing that they don't think can happen they're going to try and push that onto you even if you believe it it can happen you know if in their mind they don't see the same vision they're going to push to you that fear that no way this is impossible you know uh, 
And then outside of that, you are going to have people who have malicious intent, right? People who have their own agenda, right? I, I brought up the example of, of um, like DJ people that I knew, and that wasn't even like, you know, a really an egregious one. I know somebody who specifically in that same uh, world that I, that I used to exist in that would purposely make you feel like you weren't doing as good as you thought you were just so you would actually need them, right? Just so, you know, they, they basically would manipulate the situation just enough to make you feel like you needed them. So you had to keep them around. And they were basically were just doing this to, you know, facilitate their own agenda of getting something out of you, getting your connections, getting your network and pretending like they had this, you know, uh, crazy amount of knowledge that they would dangle over you that you needed to keep them around uh, in, in order to access, right? So all the things that you need to to keep in mind and assess, and that's all a part of the credentials that I speak of. Now, with that said, thank y'all so much for participating in our Ask a Gringo segment at DJ Dramos on Instagram. If you want to be a part of that, we do it for each and every episode. And man, uh, I know we've pretty much covered this to death, so let's just kind of quickly tie everything we've talked about in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. Okay, so I think for me, one of the more profound things that we discussed that I read that uh, I kind of internalized from this conversation was the sentence, never take advice from someone who you wouldn't want to trade places with. And I think that is an amazing kind of starting point. And I know it's difficult when you talk about your parents and things like that, right? Like, I think all of this stuff, again, you have to kind of see it through different lenses and it's not black and white, right? Like maybe career wise, I wouldn't trade places with my parents, but maybe uh, when it comes to their relationship or having stayed married, uh, you know, in a world where many people get, get divorced, you know, that might be uh, a part of their life that I would trade places with, right? Having a, a, a long-term marriage and having a family and all that kind of stuff. So maybe in that area, um, I'm open to getting advice from them. But then career-wise, I can section that off, right? So I think all of that is, is, is something to keep in mind, right? None of this is, is black and white. I think it's, it's each a case-by-case -case situation. But regardless of, of where you are and the case and the person or the situation, again, those two words, check credentials, right? What this person is telling me, the advice they're giving me, the situation that they're describing or they're telling me that I should or shouldn't participate in, what are their what is their credentials when it comes to this? What is their expertise? What is their level of, of expertise? Does their experience in this particular topic surpass mine, right? And if not, you can politely, you know, hear what they're saying, but don't take it to heart. Don't let it persuade you to not do what you know you need to do or what you want to do, right? Don't allow it to shake your confidence, right? Don't allow people who wish they could be doing what you're doing to shake your confidence, right? Don't allow people who never realize their own dreams to now have an effect on your own dreams, right? All of that is, is things to keep in mind and you have to keep human nature in mind. And again, not everybody's doing this out of negativity. You know, it's a lot of subconscious things that we're not all aware of, you know? A lot of people just want to feel like a winner they want to feel successful you know they want to feel like you know uh they're on the same level as you uh, as opposed to feeling like a, a loser in comparison to you right so they're gonna say and do uh things that they have to do to make themselves feel good uh to make themselves feel like like they're not lesser than right 
or you might have people who are going to push their own fears onto you unknowingly just because they want the best for you and they don't want to see you in pain or see you get hurt or see you fail and they're pushing their own fear to you you know or they might have a, a limited scope of the world their ceiling might be low and they just assume that's the same ceiling height for everybody right so they can't imagine the fact that your ceiling might be higher right so they're going to push their own low ceiling uh, thoughts and and advice onto you so it's all things that you need to, to navigate and and again, when you are processing the information you're getting, you are internalizing it, you know, before it hits your emotions, before it, it, it persuades you to not do something, before it takes away that fire that you have, you know, like there's nothing worse than like coming up with what you think is this genius idea and you go and tell it to somebody and they're like, I don't get it, right? Or they're, they think it's a terrible idea and like that just takes all the wind out of your sails and a lot of people will just not even go ahead and pursue it beyond that idea. Even though it's something that got them excited, you know, in that moment, they're, they're going to allow somebody else's opinion to persuade them to not do it or to think that it wasn't as great of an idea as it as it actually was, right? Like, I loved, um, last thing I, I kind of touched on this, Jack Harlow was on The Breakfast Club, and he has that, that, uh, that new song, First Class, that's just like a giant hit already, right? And they were talking about recording it, and he was saying the people he was with in the studio when he recorded it, um, didn't see it the same way he did. Like when he walked out of the booth and they were playing it back, he was like, yo, this is a hit. And the people that he was around were like, well, it's cool, but it ain't a hit. And and he said in that moment, it, it like brought him back down where he was like, damn, like, am I off? Am I tripping? Like, and and then it took hearing uh, DJ drama like a couple of days later, whatever it was, um, now hearing the record and instantly saying it was a hit. But then he was like, see, I told you, I told you. But for that moment, he literally was doubting whether or not this song would be a hit even though in his gut it was right and i don't know who the people he was in the studio with were but if it's a part of your entourage and things like that like i'd assume none of these people have hit records for the most part that he was speaking to right uh and then the ones that that do heard it as a hit immediately right but that's kind of like a, a long-winded way of of just giving you an example of you know not allowing people to take the wind out of your sails you know there are a lot of people who think that when you get these ideas that energize you, right? You get these, uh, whatever, it's a business venture, a creative concept, whatever it is, and you just feel that fire get lit up inside you and you're just excited and you want to work on it and you're so pumped about this idea you just came up with. Like a lot of people will say that that is, is like a message from the divine, right? And regardless of what you believe in religion-wise, you know, it's like, it's like the universe, it's God, like using you as a tool, as an instrument, right? And that's why you're feeling that fire burning inside of you, like you're feeling this presence, this like otherworldly high from this idea that you just got, this rush uh, that you just got as a result of creating this idea or this thing that you were working on. And and sadly, so many of us allow that feeling to just die out. We allow that fire to, to burn out because we'll go and tell somebody about that idea and they just won't get it. And we'll doubt ourselves and we'll just kind of give up on this thing that truly made us so happy in that moment. And I would hate to have that happen to people. I know that that's, that's happened to me. And it's been one of the main things that I think I've been able to kind of counteract mentally that has allowed me to sustain uh, in this industry and to find some sort of success in this industry. And listen, I still battle with it when I get a rejection letter, when I get somebody telling me they're moving in a di different direction than me for something I was really excited about, you know, but inevitably, you know, I'm able to kind of bounce back from it because I've developed this mindset of knowing that somebody's opinion is just that it's their opinion and they may need, may not even have the credentials necessary to give me a real opinion on something so before i allow them to 
get me upset before I allow them to to burn, you know, make my my fire um, burn out on something that I'm really excited about. I ask myself that question. You know, what are what is this person's credentials? You know, do they have a life that I would want? That's a line of the steel. But you know, do I want to live that person's life? You know, do they have uh, you know some sort of uh, skin in the game uh, that I'm trying to play, right? And if not, I should easily just brush that off, right? And and that's kind of what I want people to take away and to develop from, from today's show. When I tell you to, to check credentials, that's your tool to kind of fight off people who may take away some of that energy that, that you are getting from, from your creative ideas or your career ideas or the things that make you excited, right? Before you allow them to extinguish your fire, you have to remind yourself, check credentials it's almost like putting this like fucking shield in front of you that you know their their negative reaction kind of bounces off of because you know that it's not one that's legitimate uh nor should it be uh believed or internalized because they are not uh, of expertise on a particular topic or idea that that you have in that moment and that allows you to protect your energy we hear people say that all the time protect your energy and man when you get those divine moments something excites you something lights that fire underneath you and you just want to get going on it you have to protect that from the outside world because those moments are fleeting. Uh, those moments don't come along as often as we would hope. So you have to take advantage of them when you're getting that that message from the divine, whatever it might be that you believe in. Um, it's definitely something higher, you know, uh, frequency-wise than any one of us can just easily tap into. So when those moments happen, do not let somebody else's negativity affect you or drain your energy. Make sure you check them credentials to protect yourself. Now, with that said, thank y'all so much for checking out today's episode. If you are enjoying it, like, subscribe, leave us a review, a comment, depending on where you are listening to the podcast. I always appreciate the support. You have any ideas for episodes, please hit me up at DJ Dramos uh, and and let me know something you want to hear. If a part of this resonated with you, comment, DM me, whatever it might be. Let me know what what connected with you so I know that I'm on on, the right path here. And with that said, I will catch y'all on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. Until then, stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección 
protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.